Hello, welcome back to another episode of Broken Record. My name is Ellie, I'm your host, and today we are talking about Coachella, finally. It has been a long time coming. I've been trying to get this episode up and ready, but there's just been a lot of obstacles. But I sorted them out, and we're good to go. So this is going to be a great episode. It's going to be super fun. So Coachella is a music festival in Coachella Valley, which is located next to Palm Springs. And it's super fun. It's a three-day festival, or I guess a six-day festival, but three days. It's split by weekend. So there's weekend one, weekend two, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, both weekends. And so I went to weekend one, which was April 14th through 16th. And that was crazy. It was so cool. It was like, it was crazy. It was so overwhelming in the beginning. Like I myself have anxiety. And so going to Coachella, like the whole drive there was like, not that fun. (laughs) But once we got there, it was good. But I was just really anxious and, like, I don't know. It may, I it took me a second to get comfortable, but, like, once I did, it was so fun and it was so amazing and it was really entertaining to be there and, like, experience everything because I'd been wanting to go to Coachella for as long as I can remember and so finally getting to do it was really special and really cool. So how this episode is going to work, usually for my concert episodes, I play a couple, I play one or two songs from the opener and then I play like five or six songs from the actual headliner. So for this, I'm probably just going to play one or two songs per artist because there's a lot of people to cover. And so yeah, I'm excited. The first artist I'm going to play is Becky G. She is the first person we saw when we came to the festival and her like her show was so good. She brought out a bunch of guests. She had amazing outfits. She had dance moves. Like, she just was so fun. And it was a great way to, like, open the festival. Or, I guess she was, she didn't technically open the festival because she wasn't, like, the first person performing. But she opened the festival for me because that's the first person I saw once I got there. Because if you didn't know, Coachella Valley is really warm this past weekend. It was 100 degrees. Luckily, it was not that hot when we were there. It was like 80-something, but still it felt very hot because being in Seattle, I'm, you know, I was used to like 40, 50-degree weather, and so going to 80-degree weather was a lot for me, so we usually showed up at like 4 or 5 p.m. when the concert actually, like doors opened at 12 p.m. and concerts were going from 12 p.m. on. So we missed a couple of the beginning of the day concerts, but that's fine because I didn't really know anyone who was playing in the beginning of the day, so... It was good. I liked the time we got there. Four or five every day was like the perfect time. But anyway, Becky G, she was the first person I saw when we performed and her music was so fun. So I'm going to play one of the songs she sang right now. her music like I just want to get up and dance her music is so fun Becky G knows how to put on a good performance the next person I'm gonna play music from is Wet Leg I guess it's actually a band not just one person uh Wet Leg great bands I love them so much they these are one of the this is one of the few like not few but this is one of the people slash bands that like I knew prior to coming to Coachella because there was a couple sets that we went to where I didn't know who the person was, but I knew who the but I knew who Wet Leg was before we went. And I was so excited to see them perform because they haven't been to Seattle 
in a while. I don't know if they ever have been. Maybe they have. But either way, I've never seen them perform live before, so I was really excited to see them. I love their music. I think it's so, like, kind of awkward and fun. I don't even know how to describe it, but I just love their music. So I'm going to play a little bit of Wet Leg for you. them so much like their music just makes me so happy okay this song is called your mom and a part of this song is they scream and like in the lyrics it's like we've been practicing our loudest and longest scream and then they just scream and they did that at Coachella and it was so cool and so fun and it like I don't even know it just made me so happy to like be in a room with complete strangers and everyone was just screaming their heads off it was so cool i'm gonna play that clip because it's really fun okay just sounds so freeing like it makes me so happy and everyone was so into it it was so fun and it was it was a long scream like there was definitely some points where like everyone's like breath ran out and they like were done screaming but then like wet leg was like no we're keep like we're gonna keep screaming like they just kept screaming and it was so cool they actually brought out dave Grohl the second weekend and he was on stage for the scream which was really cool it was fun to see that video but yeah, that was just such a fun concert. We left that concert early because we had to go to another concert. And that right there that I just said, we had to leave a concert early to go to another concert. That was my biggest pet peeve of Coachella because I like it really made me so upset because almost every single artist I wanted to see either ended at the same time another one I wanted to see started or started when another one ended. And so you would either have to leave when you want to see early to get there on time or you would have to like get to the other one late. And that really bothered me because I missed a couple of really exciting guests and I will get into that later. But I mean, it's it's no one's fault, but like mine, but it's fine. You got to pick and choose. And I, I am happy. I got to see everyone I wanted to see. I just didn't see everyone's full sets. Not everyone can. But anyway. Who did I leave Wet Leg early to go see? I left Wet Leg to go see Blink-182. So Blink-182 originally was a last minute addition. Well, not last minute, but they weren't on the original lineup when it was announced. And then they joined and it was super cool. They played a great set. It was actually crazy how 
packed it was. This is weekend one, by the way. We'll get into why weekend one and weekend two are different in a moment. But it was crazy how packed it was. Like, the venue they were playing was way too small for them. It was overcrowding. It was going into the walkway. Like, it was insane. Trying to get out of that venue was just... It was a madhouse. It was it was insane. But why is Blink-182's set different than Weekend 2? Because Blink-182 actually headlined the second weekend of Coachella. Originally, they were just a performer. And then... Frank Ocean was the headliner, and Frank Ocean actually dropped Weekend 2, and Blink-182 stepped up, and they were the new headliners. So, good for Blink-182, sad for Frank. I will get into Frank's performance towards the end of this episode because I have a lot to say about it, But and I'm also going in chronological order. But, yeah, I'm going to play a couple of songs from Blink-182. They were a good performance. It was really cool. It was so cool to see Travis Barker play live. Like, his drumming is insane. It was, Like, that's just crazy to me. I'm so glad I got to see them live because, like, I wouldn't necessarily pay to, like, see them solo, like, at, like as a concert by themselves, just because I'm not into their music enough to want to go to that solo. But, like, I'm really glad they played at Coachella because I still think it, I still thought it would have been cool to see them live and I did see them live and it was really cool it was they put on a good concert and I would go again but it was really cool they sang a bunch of good songs they sang obviously what's my age again they sang all the small things like they played their classics they played new songs like it was awesome um it was a good show the next and last person I saw on day one of Coachella was Miss Blondie let me tell you I was so excited to see Blondie like I love her music so much. I love her songs. And I'm, I was like, when, she, when I saw that she was at Coachella, I was freaking out. I was so excited. I was really excited to see her. Blondie, I will say, was not my favorite performance. She was not my favorite Coachella performance. I will say that because I just, for me personally, I've been to a lot of concerts and I can tell when like something's off in a concert, whether it be the lighting, whether it be the microphones, whether it be someone not knowing lyrics, whether it be the dancers don't know their steps. Like, I have a very good eye, and I'm also just an observant person, and, like, I know to look out for those things. And Blondie, I just was noticing a lot of things. And it was still a great performance, and it was still, like, I mesmerizing to hear those songs live. However, it wasn't what I was expecting it to be, and that was a little disappointing but also I saw Blondie live so like how much can I complain but yeah she played all she played so many good songs she oh my gosh like just it was crazy she played so many good songs she started with uh one way or another
She also sang The Tide is High, which I think is probably the first Blondie song I heard. I think that I'm not sure. I think Heart of Glass was the first song I heard and knew it was Blondie, but like, you know, when like you're younger, you just like, or I guess even when you're like grown up, you hear songs and you don't know who they're by, but you know the words, you know the lyrics, like you just know it because like you've heard it on the radio or you've heard it online or something. I think that was, I was in that situation with The Tide is High. Like I knew, I knew the song, but I didn't know who it was by. And I think that in reality, the Tide is High was the first Blondie song I knew, not Heart of Glass, but I'm not sure. I could be wrong. But yeah, I'll play The Tide is High for you now. a good performance i had fun that was actually the last performance we saw on friday we didn't stay for bad bunny because blondie was kind of the last person we knew and there was like a two or three hour gap in between blondie and bad bunny who is the headliner and so we didn't want to stay for that because he started at 11 30 and i'm pretty sure he started later just because most headliners start like 20 30 minutes late but yeah so we didn't stay for bad bunny because obviously there was a gap between who we knew and like the headliner and then also we wanted to have an early night the first night well early as in like 10 30 or something because we knew that Saturday and Sunday we would be there really late because we were gonna see the headliners that day so yeah we just we left early I'm kind of sad we didn't go see Bad Bunny I think he put on a really good concert and he brought out a lot of guests he brought out like Post Malone and stuff it was really cool but yeah it was fun the next person we're gonna talk about was the first person we saw on Saturday Charlie XCX she is so fun. I've actually seen Charlie XCX before. She opened for Taylor Swift in the Reputation Tour. And so I saw her when they were in Seattle and it was really fun. I Charlie is just such a like entertaining artist. She has great dance moves. It was it was really fun. The first song I'm gonna play is probably one of her most popular songs. It's called I Love It. I'm sure you've heard of it. Whether you know it's by Charlie XCX or not, I'm sure you've heard it either because it's on the internet or because you know a little kid who's screamed it before. Like, it's just, it's it's a very popular song, at least with my age group. So yeah, here's I Love It by Charlie XCX. Yeah, it was super fun. That's such a catchy song. And Charlie put on a great performance. She had amazing dance moves. She had a whole team of backup dancers and they were incredible. The next song I want to play that Charlie sang, she brought out a guest for us. She brought out Troy Sivan and they sang 1999. And I'd actually never heard that song before, but it was really good. And it was, it like, I liked it and I added it to my playlist after. But yeah, here's 1999. <laughs> song is so fun i love it it's very like i don't even know it just it feels nostalgic but like not even nostalgic because i wasn't even born in 1999 like i don't know how to describe it but it's like 
a really cool song. Uh, the next artist that we saw was Boy Genius, and I was so excited to see them because I love Boy Genius. I love Phoebe Bridgers. I love Lucy Jenkins. I love Julian Baker. Like, it was so cool to hear them live, and I just, it was incredible, and I loved it so much, and it was really special. And I'm going to play Emily I'm Sorry because it's a good song, and it was really cool to hear live. just something about Phoebe Rogers' voice and the culmination of Phoebe's and Julian's and Lucy's voices that like is just so special and harmonic and it was so cool to hear live it was insane it was really special and I'm really glad I got to see them because I didn't get into Boy Genius until recently and I'm so glad I went to their set because it was just, it was outstanding. They they put on a really good show. The next song I'm going to play is also kind of a sad song, but I promise after this, they're going to be happy songs. Um, or at least faster songs. Um, but yeah, here is Cool About It by Boy Genius. I love that song. It's so good. It just, I don't know, the, the, the harmonies of their voices just is crazy to me. It sounds so satisfying and like, I don't, it, it, it was just very, very cool to hear live. It was really special. Um, after that, we went to Blackpink, which was the headliner for Saturday, and they put on a really good show. I was kind of nervous because I'm not very much into k-pop bands like i just had never really gotten into them and so i was kind of nervous i didn't know if i was gonna like it or not but they put on a really good show it was really interesting they had great energy they were very sassy it was very fun to watch they had great dance moves like it was just all around a great show to watch it started with a drone show which was crazy they put on like they had a bunch of different like animals and stuff there was like a butterfly and a dragon and or no I think it was a snake actually but it was really cool to see live because like I was the people I was with we were just guessing what the next shape would be because you could kind of see the drones when the lights weren't on so you could you could see them moving but you couldn't really tell what it was until like lights turned on and like they actually like colorized the shape but it was really cool and it was like a fun guessing game but i'll play a little bit of blackpink set Like, they were just very fun to watch. It was really entertaining. I really enjoyed watching their 
show. It was a very pleasant surprise because I feel like me, at least myself, I really only knew Frank Ocean going into Coachella. And so getting to watch Blackpink, it was really cool. And it made me want to listen to more of their music. But yeah, it was really special and really cool. I'm going to play another Blackpink song right now. great show after blackpink i went to labyrinth which i am so happy that i got to go to because i loved labyrinth set i think that it was so special and so incredible i love his music i think the production he does is insane unfortunately we had to leave the set early which i was really 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 upset about i am still kind of upset about it but it's fine i've gotten over it um but labyrinth like the week before coachella the weekend one um he released a song called never felt so alone and billy eilish features on it and so in the back of my noggin i knew that he was gonna bring out billy eilish to sing that song because it's a new song of his he obviously wants to sing it billy is notorious for being at coachella and performing there like it like it just it was all the right things happening at the right time and so I knew he was gonna bring her out and like it was a, and he did and I missed it and I was so upset about it because the people I was with the people I was with wanted to go to Calvin Harris who was on shortly after Labyrinth they wanted to go to his set and I didn't push to stay one more song and I should have because the song after we left was the song that Billy came out and sang on so I'm a little bit hurt by that timing because in my mind in the second it was happening I was like can we just like I wanted to say can we just wait and like see what the next song is but I didn't and that's okay because I missed it and I can't dwell on the past but overall his concert was insane it was so cool he also okay not related to this weekend, but weekend two, Labyrinth brought out Zendaya to sing, which is crazy. Zendaya hasn't done a performance like in many, 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 many years. It's crazy. She is on the show Euphoria and Labyrinth has produced a bunch of songs for Euphoria and they have a couple of songs together for the show. And so she came on stage and sang one of those. So that would have been really cool to see also. But either way, Labyrinth's songs without Billy and without Zendaya are just as amazing and they were really good so i'm gonna play one of them right now that song so much and i think that labyrinth is one of the best producers of our generation he is so talented like listening to his songs like online like streaming them is one thing and they're incredible like the attention to detail is insane but 
his ability to bring that into a live performance and still give you that depth and like production value is insane to me. It was so cool and I want him to go on tour because I want to see him perform again because it was so special and it was amazing and I love it so much and I'm going to play another song of his right now. his music so much like his concert was just magical it was so insane to me and I'm so glad that I got to see him live but yeah that was the last concert we saw actually no that wasn't the last concert we saw on Saturday that was just the last audio clip I'm gonna play of Saturday's events we also went to go see Calvin Harris after I was not a big fan of Calvin Harris's set because it will one it was in the Coachella set so like we were the Coachella stage that's the biggest stage at Coachella that's where the headliner performs and it's the biggest venue and it we were really far back so he was basically like a dot like we couldn't see him and there wasn't any cameras on him to like do a big screen of his face like he it was all just designs and the designs were cool but it wasn't really good for the people who were far back and couldn't see him. Also, the music was just not my favorite. I'm not a very big EDM type of person, so this was not my favorite concert. It was cool, and I appreciate it. Like, I think it was really cool to hear these songs live, but then again, it also wasn't necessarily what I wanted to hear at, like, midnight, if you know what I mean. Like, uh, like I would, I would, un- I would be happy to see it for like half an hour at like 5 p.m. Like, I feel like that's a good warm up type of concert. You know, I don't know. Maybe I'm just talking nonsense. But it, either way, after Calvin's concert, we went home, came back, ready for day three, and our first concert was Ray Shrimmerd, and they put on a great show. It was really cool to see them. Um, they actually. One of the boys in the band, that just reminded me of the High School Musical song, The Boys Are Back. But either way, one of the guys in the band, Sway Lee, he came into the crowd, or not came into the crowd, there was a barricade in between us and him, but the barricade like went into the crowd, so he walked down the barricade and was able to like come close to us, so it was really cool, it was really, it was really cool, we were like five feet away from him at one point, it was really special, but yeah, I'm gonna play one of their songs, which is also a Post Malone song, it's called Sunflower. Obviously, towards the end of that, you could hear everyone starting to get excited when he was coming closer to us. It was really cool. It was really fun. Something that I think is really interesting that they did is that, so they came on like 20 half, twenty minutes, half an hour late about. So they 
decided to play all the songs that were on their set list originally, and they just stopped the songs early, which I thought was really interesting because usually when like so- when set lists like or when you have a set list and then you don't start on time, usually an artist would cut a song and they just don't perform it in general. But what they did was they were playing the songs and then they were just stopping at like the first chorus or something. It was it was really interesting and it was very trippy because like I never knew if they were gonna keep singing or like if it was gonna stop randomly. It was it was hard to predict, but it was fun. It kept me on my toes. It was entertaining. Something that I also found really interesting that I didn't really know because I'd never really been to a rap concert beforehand. But most of the rap artists we saw at Coachella had their own, like, MC. Like, it was really interesting. Anytime an artist was about, a rapper was about to come on, there'd be someone already on stage, like, hyping up the crowd, like, playing music and being like, are you ready to hear Ray? Or, like, are you ready to hear Pusha T? Like, they would, like, get everyone hype up and, like, they would would be the person talking, which I thought was really interesting. That's not to say that, like, the rappers didn't talk at all, but... It was mainly the rappers rapping or singing and the MC talking. Like, they would introduce a song. Like, it was really interesting. And I'm I'm not sure if that's, like, a regular occurrence for rap concerts or if that's just, like, a Coachella thing. But that kind of tripped me out and it was really interesting. The next person we saw who I was so excited to see because I love him so much, Dominic Fike. He is such a little cutie patootie and I love his music and it makes me really happy. So here's some of that. This is so fun and like satisfying and I love the like alterations he was doing on the songs like he wasn't singing them exactly like the studio version which I thought was fun. I loved his concert. It was so fun. He had like a traffic sign on stage. I don't even know what to call it but like the when like there's traffic or like not traffic but like construction and they have those black boards that have like flashing messages on it and it's like take this freeway or like be aware there's traffic coming up or like get out of this lane or like you know like they're black and they have the orange letters on it he had one of those on stage and it was just flashing a bunch of random messages which I thought was fun but also kind of random because he didn't ever acknowledge it it was just there but it was kind of fun It, it, it was all cute messages like call your mom drink water like it was very cute and very uplifting but it was just a little out of place but I thought it was fun it was a nice addition here's another Dominic song I love his concert. 
Dominic was so fun. It was outstanding. We left Dominic's concert and then we kind of took a break. We chilled. We ate. It was really fun. I had, oh my gosh. Okay. The food and drinks at Coachella were kind of expensive, but they weren't awful pricing. And the water was nice because you you either could bring in a clear water bottle or you could buy a water there. And it was like a nice water bottle. Like it wasn't a plastic water bottle. It was like metal, but it wasn't metal because it wasn't like, I feel like if you say a metal water bottle, you'll think of like a hydro flask or something, but it wasn't that. It was like aluminum, I guess. Like it was thicker than a soda can, but it wasn't a hydro flask, if that makes sense. But it was a nice, nice quality either way. It was insulated. It had a screw cap and they had free water refill stations. Like every 100, 200 feet. It was really nice and it was good because you could just buy a water bottle and then fill it up and you wouldn't have to constantly be paying for more water, which was really nice. They also had a lot of food options, which I was really surprised about. They had so many different cuisines. It was insane. They had like pokey, they had uh, pizza, they had fried chicken, they had grilled cheese, they had mac and cheese. I don't think they had seafood, but they had like pulled pork, they had ramen, like they had a, they had a very big selection and it was really nice. And well, that's just like also the specialized shops. They also had like typical like I would I would say like sports food like they had churros they had smoothies like it was crazy I had some grilled cheese and it was really good it was really tasty it was like a panini press so it was crispy it was so yummy but yeah I really recommend getting grilled cheese if you go to (laughs) Coachella that's so random because who takes food recommendations when going to a music festival but I did and I liked it and it was fun and so anyway the whole point of this is being after Dominic's concert we sat down chilled for a sec ate dinner and then we went to see Frank Ocean's set show we saw at Coachella. Overall, this was, I'd say, a very fun weekend. I would definitely say I will not be returning to Coachella unless there is an absolutely amazing lineup. It was really fun and I'm really glad I did it. However, I was so tired at the end of each day and it was just a lot of work and the heat was not my friend. So if it was a really good lineup, I'd do it. But if it's like kind of mediocre I wouldn't necessarily do it again but I definitely recommend going if you can it's definitely something for me at least that I just have to do at least once in my life it was on my bucket list and I'm glad I got to check it off it was really fun really cool I'm glad I went in the future if I don't know majority of the lineup I'm probably not gonna go but yeah 
I'm really glad I went. It was really fun, really cool. It was really interesting. Also, I can confirm it is fake news that Coachella is dusty. Maybe more so on weekend two it's dusty, but weekend one, it was actually really nice. It was green grass. It was really cute. The only place where it was kind of dusty was walking from the entrance of the festival to the cars and vice versa. That was just because it was sand, like it was literal dust, and it wasn't even that bad. It was like I didn't have to cover my mouth or anything. It just you could see it like you could tell there was dust there, but it wasn't dusty enough that like you had to cover up or anything. But maybe more so weekend two because like the grass has been stepped on so many times from weekend one that it's a little drier or something. I'm not quite sure, but can confirm Coachella weekend one was not that dusty. But yeah, I don't know. I'm just so happy that I got to go to Coachella. It was so special and so cool and it made me so happy that like I got to go because I've been wanting to go for so long and I'm so glad I finally got to go. It was so special and so cool and so fun. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Broken Record. My name is Ellie. I'm your host. You're listening to Broken Record, which is on every Tuesday at 6 p.m. on 88.9 The Bridge. And if you can't make it then, that's okay. You can search up KMIH Broken Record on any podcast streaming platform and you'll be able to find me in all previous episodes and you can give them a listen. So yeah, thank you so much for listening to 88.9 The Bridge.